Buongiorno, everybody. This is the Bracker, and it's time for TC and Jake. A legend of four. Well, I've never been better. Market improvement from 41 hours ago. Are these things on? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I turned them on a while ago. Okay. I've just been sitting here doing stuff. Delete the stuff at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Trey? That's, uh, it's, you know... That's locker room talk. <laughs> uh, the, the funniest part, we just, we have a, uh, for the video, we have a color checker. Because yeah. we use a couple different cameras. Yeah. Uh, we want the colors to be consistent between them so you can't tell they're different cameras. And uh, Jake held his color checker up. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Like I said, locker it's room talk. It's not that offensive. I can, can still run for it, president. Dude. No, stop it. Stop it. What if I said that I said it? <laughs> Cash out of the bag. <laughs> dude, they're trying to take burgers? What happens next? Burgers Lake? Burgers Mark Hamburger? I mean, what's... Uh, one, one burger a month? I don't I, even know that I eat one more than one burger a month, but I'm not going to eat less now. I'm going to eat more. What are you more. doing? Oh, you want to tell me just because PolitiFact says that's not actually in the bill, that it's not in the bill? You know PolitiFact's bias. It's a, it's a dumb story anyways. You know, Joe Biden tells me I can't smoke weed and I'm blazed every night. You know, it's just not that big a deal. I don't want to have to... Who cares about the government? I don't want to have to go to a guy's house who I'm not friends with for any other and reason than he has the burgers. burgers. <laughs> and, then when I, and then when I just want to take my burgers and leave, he says, why don't you just stay here and eat the burgers with me? You know, and I'm like, oh man, yeah, you. I didn't even really get a deal on these burgers. You do have to. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think there's something to the idea of governments are constrained, especially one set up like ours, are constrained, like by what people actually think and care about, right? Like, explain. Like, we all love burgers. We all love burgers. You know that. Love a burger. And so they couldn't pass a law taking away burgers because we just, you know, I mean, like, one, they'd be voted out of office. But, like, two, if there's just popular non-participation and that sort of thing. I mean, like, we got a lot of things going on that, like, are just kind of rolling disasters as a result of the government and the populace being wildly out of step. Marijuana being a huge one. The biggest. But, like, it's getting sorted out slowly. It's far more sorted out than it was fucking 2011. So you're telling me when I'm 55, I won't be able to eat burgers. When we were living on Orem, there was no part of America where it was close to acceptable for a law enforcement person to pull you over with marijuana. And I've talked to a cop holding a bag of marijuana that I bought from the marijuana store while he wrote me a ticket for jaywalking. <laughs> That's happened in my life. Yeah, but I mean that's true. But I'd love to see the tape of how you were walking, Mister. Very Jay-like style. <laughs> A lot of Jay in this walk. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, we told the story whenever it happened, but I'm still so pissed about it. That's <clears throat> like I, I was halfway across the street when I noticed there's a cop with his lights on, and I was like, oh shit. Uh, there must be a bank robbery occurring here, something big. And then I uh, was like, man, he's going to get me on this jaywalking. 
And then I saw that he was like writing someone else a ticket. So I was like, well, he's busy. Obviously can't get me on the jaywalking. And then instead he walked up and he had a mic and a denim shirt on. And he was like, do you know who the vice president is? <laughs> what? And he's like, you're on jaywalking. Okay. All right. Popular late All night right. uh, smash hit segment. Die. <laughs> jaywalking. Um, no, and I, I <laughs> sat down love to, jaywalking now, to wait, wait for my bus. And he just pulled up on the motorcycle. Was like, I saw that. Give me your information. Long arm of the law, brother. I would say that if I had to I went rank to a class, the classes, to to or class. excuse me, the charges to be most upset about, I can't think of one worse than that. Just getting pissed off about jaywalking. I mean, the guy that wrote me the ticket for the license plate light that wasn't out, but in his opinion, was a little dim. I feel like that's the all-timer. That's bad, but I could conceivably see how that situation could put others at risk more than jaywalking, which, it's a sliding scale here, primarily only would put you at risk. Uh, you don't want other people living with the conscience of having smeared me into the tar. Caitlyn Jenner's running for governor. <sighs> that's a good point. She's thriving. Yeah, known murderer, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, she's she's fucking grabbing more power. <laughs> it kind of vaulted her. <laughs> it wasn't the Arthur P. Ash Award. It was the collection of gurneys off, got, off got the side of the her. news. Yeah, just ever the, the, the name on everyone's mouth as a result of the fucking <laughs> string of vehicular accidents. I've told you my jaywalking story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got arrested. Out, Brand new arrested. show? Brand new and senses fail. That's what we're talking about. My boys from See Bergen County. That, that build back. Dude, I'd Pandemic's go. Pandemic's over. Although I think like, yeah, so the uh, fire department shut down a show. I think it was a Deep Elm Live, maybe? The fire department was being a little bit of a bitch. All they, due respect. They said there were too many people. Uh, obviously, that's what they're having there for. too much having fun. Too much probably emo is a big fun. problem. And then the dude from Brand New was like, "Hey, we're gonna go outside, and sit on the van, and play acoustic." Hey, great idea! Because now there are seven hundred teens crowded in a parking lot All on who Elm Street. Don't have cars. Yeah, and they just started knocking us off. The other thing about that too, I say I would go, but I'm a guy who doesn't really separate the art from the artist. You know, it's not really my. I'm not What's a shut the up deal and there? Guy. I don't know the deal specifically, but I do know this. Uh -huh. It seems like at least half of the pop punk bands that I revered in my time, and Brandon's uh -huh. not totally pop punk, but in that periphery. Hey, enough. <laughs> enough. We're back at Jake's house, ladies and gentlemen. You're goddamn right. You hear me? She doesn't hear you, dude. And I think no, you she know hears it. me. People can get one of two things. They can either get you dying or they can get me yelling at this old wench of a dog. Uh, like half of those bands have at least one guy. Who well, is, Doc, we don't know how to – no, it's the Doc telling you, looking you down the eyes and just being like, uh, you know, it's uh, unconventional. Science can't quite explain it, but it appears the only cure for these tumors is rubbing yourself profusely on the couch. <laughs> You just think back, a montage plays in your head of all the times you yelled it or not to roll it on the couch. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a very, that's a very if only morose <laughs> outcome. And they're not tumors. They're like abscesses, okay? They're tumors. 
I mean, you can have malignant and non-malignant, malignant or benign They've tumors. been tested, and they told me they're abscesses or cysts. I feel like all that's just tumor. It's a kind of well, tumor. Well, what's not, then? Any growth is a think, tumor? Yeah, I think your arm is just two <laughs> arm-shaped tumors. <laughs> that's my understanding. My point is, like, half of the pop-punk scene, and I kind of felt this at the time, to be honest with you. Boy, it, these guys know riffs, but I have a vague sense that they're molesting people. I'm serious. <laughs> it never struck you as odd that we, as like 14 through 17-year-olds, were going to all-age shows to watch... And then I take down your seven-year-old It's not a seven-year-old, and it's... Nobody... That was way too far. It's, you know... It like, was a bit of a warning sign when they sang that. I feel like a lot of those bands had a lot of fans that were like... 15, 16 years old. And unlike with your InSync or Backstreet Boys who were like corporate property, who were taking jets and playing arenas, mm -hmm. this was like, you know, Gypsy Tea Room or... Yeah, the fan interactions for the Backstreet Boys are taking place in like a... Play a, a meet and greet with, at most. Yeah, like a, you know, a bunch of security people. Like this was like meeting out back for a there. smoke. Yeah, no, this is a Motel 6 lobby room. That's yeah. Like if, if all the Backstreet yeah. Boys got to meet their fans in a Motel 6 lobby room... Charges. It would be... Yeah, it would have gone worse. Up and down. Like Newfound Glory had one. I'm pretty sure Brand New got in trouble for something. This is not in the same category, but I think Jane, I think uh, Tool Guy, yeah, yeah, he had a a lot of accusations against him. It and appears it, that on an average night, day, night after show for him, that he had a, a smorgasbord of women of questionable ages waiting yeah. back in the room. What was his full name? I know people just say Maynard, but Maynard James Keenan. There you or go. Is it James Maynard? That's Keenan? what I thought. It we'll might never have been. know. But he goes by his middle name, kind of like McCorkle. <laughs> kind of like McCorkle. McCorkle Jones, number three overall pick. You never got that feeling? I guess you were like locked up whenever I was doing all that stuff. So I, I don't know. Even like the bands that we would open for that were like 23, 24, just kind of felt like they were all, you know, dudes who, you know, and frankly, that music is kind of. I mean, it's of, a job where by definition, like, you just have 17-year-olds throwing themselves at you every single night. I would it's, not, it's immature music, though. I wouldn't want that job. Like, I, I don't think that... I, I would like to hope that I could navigate it successfully, but I can recognize it's a strength of schedule that like, I've never age? previously faced. Now? I mean, you know, any. No. Dude, I would say by the time I was probably like 23, 24, I was already on team 37 over 17. Now, if you're telling me that I'm somehow landed a job where my band appeals to 37 year old, you know, yeah, no, South Lake I, moms, I would have been in hot <laughs> fucking water. Well, no, they're yeah, just adults looking to have a good time. That's, I know, uh, just fine. Uh, you're gonna have to set up with husbands. That's about it. Um, but uh, dude, I don't know. I the I, pop punk I, scene listen, was creepy. I'm pretty confident. I've never been like close to a situation where like uh, I I wasn't like in control of myself and like knew what I like I've never made any questionable decisions along those lines there's not like a single time I've done an act with a person where I was like eh, I don't know um and uh the, the only time someone got mad at me afterwards uh we detailed on a Patreon episode whenever whenever me too was first going around and I was like man what's the worst thing I've done we did a Patreon about it 
You remember that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's. I'm, I'm not cutting you off. I'm letting you. Well, no, that's 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 the depth of uh, of of all of it. So, I, well, I'm just saying, like, uh, given all that, given my personal history, I think that I'd be just fine if they name me head of brand new tomorrow. Um, but like, I just recognize that, it, like, you're saying you prefer 37 over 17. Okay, there's like a hot 17 year old like right now who's like, dude. I, my entire life was all I wanted to do is fucking have a big night with Jake Kemp. Uh, I just, yeah. I don't know. Not, they don't. I don't want to figure it out. You know what I mean? Well, and I, so I think the heart of it from that. Like the mighty, mighty boss tones we're getting at. If, if, I, if I never had to knock on wood, I don't know what would happen. But I mean, first you have to know someone who has. Yeah, know someone who had. Look tough for him. Yeah. So I really think it's mostly rooted in the fact that. 28 to 32 year old men were writing and playing songs about being 15. Yeah, no, that's weird. Yeah. That's a different sort of element. And that is why no, I, ultimately I feel we like, should appreciate, appreciate Mark, Tom, and Travis to our dying days. Yeah, I mean, you want to like make bets about whether about, or not? I'll start with Mark. Yes. I'll make bets. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I'm happy that. Ever and because <laughs> you got to wonder how many like questionable things where the person's just like, ah, eh, you know, not to say that anyone who brings up this stuff is a drama person. I feel like, you know, I support people who speak out unquestionably, but uh, I'm, I'm sure that there's bands that had like one thing that the where they crossed the line and just like the person was like, eh, I don't want to fucking talk to the press, that sounds like a beating, but none of those people had dealings with Mark Hoppus. That's the facts. I mean, you're telling me it looks like Travis has never committed a sex crime? I will rescind the inclusion of Travis in this conversation. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so the burger thing. <laughs> so the burger, back, to, back to burgers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I obviously, I know it's been like debunked, but I, I just. I don't even think that's the best one from this week. What was? The idea that the Border Patrol had oh, like a care look. package including Kamala's book. Yeah. Uh, I saw the book at, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was the same one because I took a picture because I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I was just walking through Target and they just uh, had a fucking <laughs> book that was like, uh, this is what Kamala thinks. Is it like a kid's book? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like a picture book type <laughs> no, thing, right? it's, Yeah. It would be weird if they were handing out her book for adults to migrant children. It's just children. a series of legal briefs about how to put people in jail. This isn't it. This is a book that Josh, I think I told you this, Josh gave us uh, all the books he had as a kid for Izzy to have, and uh, we found out that his parents, <laughs> parents were giving him some pretty tough material. Dude, have you talked to him at all about his parents? Yeah, no, I know. I, yeah, well, it wasn't like a surprise. It's just yeah. the, seeing the That the one was called The Unjust a, Judge and had a lot of overtones in the imagery. It's just... <laughs> yeah. It's a, Probably it's leave a, it at that. It's a judge who looks mad. Yeah. Uh, and like... And just have you ever seen someone with that facial expression on a child's book? Like, no. All children's and, books are like, everything's going great. Like, you know, the world is a welcoming place full of love. Whereas the uh, the Christians in the room are like, no, it's hell. Yeah, it's, not every judge is going to be just. And yeah, it does have like a turn of the millennia type uh, type vibe to it. Yeah. Well, my photos aren't updating, so yeah, you don't get fine. to see the Kamala book. So the burger thing. 
saw the burger thing. No, I uh, I think the that I thought when you said because I'm really having a fun time uh, in the culture wars these days. Love them. Uh-huh. I think everything's going awesome. That's good. Um, and obviously, ground zero for this is is Tucky Tuck. Tucky Tuck. You're gonna have to give me more there. And uh, former artist, formerly known as the bow tie wear. That uh-huh. that shit okay. the other night was. I guess it might even have been last night. If it was last night, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you should watch it. Okay. I think you can just watch it, and then maybe we can put the audio in. Uh, after the fact or something uh just send it to me on well, place through my computer and it'll just twitter search tucker carlson just twitter search tucky tuck tucky tuck tucky c yeah no it's so there's a the burger thing is like all right we have this climate plan do you have any problems with like the uh what are the finer issues here is it spending yeah no I, like, I know the burger thing but, but go ahead just like all right yeah. no we're not going to talk about any of that we're going to uh oh, the to make it about CPS thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's let's watch even it. Even for him, it's extremely unhinged. Of accuracy. One editorial note, by the way, before we continue, this show, in the interest of accuracy, will cease referring to the White House or anything associated with it, the entire executive branch of government, no, as the, the quote Biden administration. And the reason we're changing too, is not to make a statement, but merely to reflect reality. Joe Biden, whatever his merits as a human being, has no active role in running the U.S. government. Everyone knows that. Everyone pretends otherwise. Everyone knows, everyone knows but it's true. They pretend otherwise. And but so it's hence true. It's true. Uh, do you find the way, like, you know, all due respect, right? Like, uh, I, I'm a guy who tries to accommodate other viewpoints uh, in certain ways, but like, they I have a hard them. time with people who just are able to tolerate his voice. Or just, you know, him for having that voice. I mean, yeah. it's, got, it's the Shapiro effect, too, you know? Yeah, here you go. That's this the one. It. That's the heater. I can't see your face. I can't know you. Masks are mm, for the guilty. Mm, that's a good They're signifiers point. of shame and submission. Ooh, Until recently, many jurisdictions like had laws against wearing masks in public. Mm. Only Klansmen and armed robbers wore masks. Ooh. The rest of us showed our face. We were free that's people. Invocation. But then we gave in to the demands of people like Eric Garcetti. And because we did give in, <laughs> this grotesque version of Halloween uh. went on for more than a year, and it's still going on. Not even Tony Fauci still pretends that masks are medically necessary. Instead, masks are pururely a sign of political obedience, like mm. Kim Il Sung pins in Pyongyang. Oh, it's we exactly wear them because the we same have to. Pyongyang. The only people who yeah. wear masks voluntarily yeah. uh-huh. outside are zealots and neurotics. Oh, oh yes. How neurotic are they? Hold well, on. we know. A Pew survey from last March found that 64% of white Americans who classify themselves as liberal or very liberal have been diagnosed with an actual mental health condition. <laughs> and you see them everywhere when you walk down the street in any major crazies. city. <laughs> if you dare to go on foot from Union Station to the Capitol, for example, in Washington without wearing a mask, angry Biden voters will snort at you in judgment. How could Ooh, you? That They're sounds from behind tough. The Is that how true? Hey, look, he said, how That's could the question you? They're we should be asking the of them mask. in return. <laughs> yeah. The rest of us should be snorting at them first. They're the aggressors. Type of stuff it's our that. job to They're brush the them back and restore the society we were born in. Yeah, oh, so the next time God. you see someone yes, in a mask, coded, 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 is making me uncomfortable. He's got a rallying cry. We should do that, and we should keep doing it until wearing a mask outside is roughly as socially accepted as lighting a marble in an elevator. 
Yep. It's repulsive. Don't do it around other so, people. Is That's he saying we should bring we that send, back? True. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll, As I'd love both. Children's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> your response when you see children wearing masks as they play should be no different from your response to seeing someone be beat a kid in Walmart. <laughs> Call the police immediately. Contact Child Protective Services. He's got a light in Keep calling zone. until someone arrives. <laughs> What yeah, you're this, looking this at is, is abuse, call. it's child abuse, and you're morally abuse. obligated yeah, to attempt to prevent it. If it's your own children being abused, then... Okay, yeah, I mean, you, I feel like you got the gist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I do think that that was the part that uh, people were most objecting to. Questioning uh, the editing choices made by the uh, individual who put up that particular clip, but yeah, or, no. Or by anybody on Twitter. It's just, it's just exhausting, dude. I just can't imagine caring that much. I mean, like, at this point, because I'm vaccinated, I am, like, a little annoyed. But, like, if I think that it's going to make the people inside the store a little more ill at ease, uh, or a little more at ease, mm -hmm. then uh, I'll happily do it because I like people and I'm a nice person. And until I had this, uh, you know, mid... And if I think that they don't care, then, like, I'm not going to wear it. Yeah, well... You know? Until I had this mid-80s uh, henchman affect to me, uh -huh. <laughs> I liked wearing it. Yeah. And I liked, like you said, I liked that everybody's wearing it because you're like, hmm, I don't know who, what she got going on. Yeah, yeah. And a little intrigue. That is nice. Yeah. That was whenever I believe you were actually advocating for Sharia law <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> because you said, quote, it makes women hot. I mean, I do think it is obviously true for people of both sexes that the less of them you can see, the more you're just filling it in. <laughs> That's There's a limit. <laughs> and the mask uh, is below that limit. Whenever you see someone in like the full, where you can just see the eyes. I, I, I feel like that's disrespectful. Me, like, I don't assume that they're like a model, <laughs> but like, I'm probably, I'm probably uh, imagining a better picture than what it is. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a small something the average that, weight I, of the population I, I that the average weight of people i imagine is two wildly different things i view that as oppression when i see that not like ooh sexy no obviously <laughs> i don't think anyone should be required to wear it duh well, why else would they but, ever uh you know i mean like dude <laughs> look at the list of things people have done in the name of religion like, yeah. you don't have fucking skin on your penis, my man. All they're talking about is wearing a fucking hood. I still got some skin, just not that skin. <laughs> I want to be clear. I don't have an entirely skinless penis. Will you bail on a foreskin-laden uh, adult material? Huh? Like, if you, <laughs> I guess I've never really asked you the question. Would I get a male child circumcised? Yeah. I would not. Really? Yeah. It's fucking cutting his dick, dude. Hell no. So it looks, I mean, it just looks funny. You don't know what it's like, dude. <laughs> you forgot. Yeah, that's the point. Not all of us have that luxury. Because <laughs> you got circumcised the second time whenever you were in eighth grade. <laughs> I wasn't in eighth grade. I was two. You don't remember that. I do. It's my first memory. I like, I, I'm laying on a table. I can imagine the room and there's intense pain that won't stop. It's like my first fucking memory of life. It explains a lot about how I am, why I am. Because TC had such a large child hog that they're like, listen. It grew back. We didn't they were get, like, we didn't get it. We didn't get it all the first time. It's like pulling weeds. Like if you, if you don't get it at the root, you know, you're basically just making the problem worse for yourself No, I, I can remember three <laughs> things from before the age of five. Uh, the first one is getting my dick recut. <laughs> 
The second one is being so sick I couldn't open presents on Christmas. And my brother's just like tugging my arm, being like, look, we got all this stuff. And I'm just like, eh, you, you can have it. Sicker then, than you were your Sunday? Yes, much sicker. Okay. Sickest I've ever been in my life. Uh, and then number three was breaking my collarbone. I'd seen a lot of Darkwing Duck. He could hang upside down from things. I tried it from a slide in a, you know, the greater New Jersey area. It didn't work out for me. Broke my collarbone. It's the third memory before the age of five. I think I only have like one, maybe two. Was it also pain? Nah, not really. I remember there was a, a kid in my preschool class that was like a real big bully asshole. And his name was Robbie. Dude, fuck him. I mean, that's a great bully name, though. Yeah. And he wasn't even really all that mean to me. He was just, you know, I remember thinking, like, man, I feel kind of bad for this kid. He's when I was like four. Energy. But nobody, like, you know, got, you know, garden shears to my my child pee pee. Mm -hmm. So I don't even feel comfortable really mentioning my memories because none of them are even remotely as traumatic. Um, but yeah, I mean, just based on, you know, when I watch an adult film that has a man who's uncircumcised and it makes me uncomfortable, I think I go circumcise. I hope I'm never faced with this question. Yeah, no, I I'm, mean like uh, another daughter. This was uh this is a big thing uh between me and my wife with her initially being on that side of just like being like, you know that like You're gonna get dirty dick. Every chick's gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> It sounds like possibly at some point she said, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not going to dig, but. I think it was more that she was the like recipient of girlfriends coming back and was being what like, the fuck? what a fucking strikeout. <laughs> and you want that. I, you want to create mean, like, that It's that just life. that you got to balance a couple of factors here. And, Not uh, everybody has to get cut when they have memories a second time. No, You're an extreme I know outlier. I know that. Unless it's it's genetic. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, <laughs> probably is. I would assume that skin growth rates are genetic. Um, no, but it's just like uh, I, I think that um, you know, it, like it is mutilation. Like uh, you're you're cutting off something. I, even if they don't remember it, I, I don't think it's great. Like to have them go through that experience. I, I want my child to experience the least amount of pain possible. And then uh, you gonna let her get her ears pierced? I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants to. I mean, you know, if if I had a son and he grew up and decided he wanted to be circumcised, I would stand in his way. <laughs> I knew a kid who got circumcised at like seventeen. Shut up. I did. <laughs> I did. I no swear. No way. I swear to God. I guarantee dude. you. In that case, they at least shoot you up. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. And then, but then maybe it never wears off. No, his parents like uh, had like a <laughs> we want him to decide thing. He was a kid at Excel, and uh, before he went to Excel, what is wrong with people? Before he went to Excel, he'd been like riding ATVs and had like uh, hit a tree or something and kind of got racked. And so that had caused the cyst to grow. Mm, it was an on one of his nuts. <laughs> and so I had to get his nut cyst taken care of. And he's like, well, the whole thing's going to be numbed up anyways. Yeah. Just go ahead and lop it off there, Doc. It's like when Willie Cauley Stein went to uh, add Stein to his last name because mm -hmm. it was his mom's maiden name. Like mm -hmm. I think she got divorced and he wanted her name in his name because she raised him. So he went to the, the office where you change your name and they were like, is that all you want to change? 
And he was like, <laughs> what do you mean? And they're like, well, you know, you can, you're paying, you can change anything, which is when he made his legal middle name Trill. Hell yeah. <laughs> his legal name is Willie Trill Collie Stein. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. No, it I, is good. I like that. Oh, I texted you about this the other day. And I mm-hmm. feel like this is a, uh, a, a, a safe open space here. So uh, I thought about this when I heard uh, Tucky Tuck talking about white Americans who identify as progressive having a diagnosed mental illness. Mm-hmm. So I started going to a therapy uh, session like two or three weeks ago. To deal with your diagnosed mental illness? Yeah, exactly. Of of being cut as a baby. Yeah. Um, and the first time I went was the Friday before I went on vacation. The first time, I mean, I've been before, but now I'm like trying to do it consistently. The first time I went was the Friday before vacation, and I went right from Dan's house. Uh-huh. And what you may know about Fridays in the hang zone is Friday is Hawaiian shirt Friday. I do know that. So my first time meeting this therapist, I'm like waiting in the lobby. The woman who left before me was definitely looked like she attended a lot of uh, if Tool was popular right now. I mean, she was she had a lot going on, uh-huh. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's like I didn't know Hot Topic was still in business Uh huh. type thing. Did you get her number? No, she was very young, TC, and I'm oh. a happily married man. Sorry, I didn't have that detail. But I felt the Curb music playing. Uh-huh. Like as I walked in and <laughs> sat down in like shorts and a red and blue Hawaiian, and I'm like, hey, man, I'm sad. <laughs> it's like, what could you be sad about? You look festive. Are those yeah. co- are those coconuts? <laughs> and then when I was leaving, there was a married, I assume married couple. I don't know. They could have just been in a relationship, male and female. They didn't look pleased with each other. They didn't look pleased to be there. And I'm yeah. like, wasted away again. Like <laughs> just strolling out. I just, just imagine her awkward like, first uh, time of like, If yeah. the goth chick was like a half hour late or whatever, just looking at you and being like, I don't feel bad about going over time. Yeah. This no, he can doesn't wait. need it. Look at him. He's, <laughs> he's got a sweet beard and a Hawaiian Hawaiian button up on look like dr thomas bahama has done enough <laughs> therapy on him already thomas bahama uh do you want to play your wind horse audio uh yeah we can do that um, I, oh, I got one more thing for you but it's kind of depressing but kind of funny which one would you rather end on i think i'd rather end on funny is that a trick question well this is kind of depressing but kind of funny yours is just funny Okay, then yeah, yeah, do your thing. Well, okay. I mean, I, I just don't know how well this is going to land. That's my okay, nervousness. Well, so this video came out yesterday. Uh, this is from the, well, this video initially was from uh, the New York Police Union. Okay. I don't know exactly what they're, uh, this one's from Detective Detectives Endowment Association of, of. I like the parts of it that say New York and Union. Yeah. So what we have here, and if you haven't seen this video, you can just Twitter or google uh nypd detective or video so what we have here is broad daylight uh i don't know if this happened yesterday or sunday but fairly recently it's broad daylight and there is a man who at first glance you might not recognize as a detective but he is uh he's an older gentleman uh he's got a mask on gray hair looks a little bit like martin sheen vaguely yeah maybe let himself go a little bit but he's standing in front of a uh shopper storefront that has a busted window, okay? Mm-hmm. Glass all over the ground. I uh, don't know if there was another crime committed, but this gentleman in his police-issued cargo pants 
khaki, of course, curious, uh, is filling out a police report. When you're when you're police, you gotta have extra pockets. Yeah, of course, you got all that ammo, all those. Uh, you know, Imagine reaching in cargo pants pockets for ammo. Like <laughs> I'm fucking out. You just got loose bullets in your, your arms fucking keeps cargo going pants. All the way down. You're like, God, they're so far down here. So again, broad daylight. There's people walking up and down the sidewalk, and this gentleman is is writing what appears to be a report. So we roll the tape. Now, at that point, what you have is a young black man uh-huh. uh, who is wearing a hoodie, uh, and then his mask is the – it's not a gator, but it's kind of like that. Yeah. Like it's over his mouth. It's over his uh, head, but it, you can – bit of a wrap. But you can see it's not – a full TC prefer uh, preference of women. You can no, see. I, I've got a good idea of how attractive he is. Yeah. Okay. So again, we're going to roll it. What happens here is this man walks up with two, uh, almost like, uh, like, I don't know what type type of weaponry you would call them. They're like walking sticks almost, but they appear to be of like yeah. a, uh, a martial arts type of, uh, I would think it's just toy. a watching walking stick, but he's got one in each hand and he lightly taps this man on the head. The man, the man who strikes him begins to retreat very slowly, walking backward as the... Kind of shuffle like a skip step back. Yeah, he's not running, though. Uh-huh. He sauntered up, tapped this man in the head with a, a walking stick, and then lightly retreats. But, oh, there's a cop right there. There was another cop with this man filling out the report. He is now checking <laughs> on his wounded comrade, mm-hmm. not chasing to, I don't know beat the shit out of the guy who just walked up and hit a cop in the face with a stick. He's checking on the guy. Because Martin Sheen does appear to take that stick pretty hard. It doesn't look like it would hurt to me, but, like, he's down. We'll get to that. Okay. So the hit occurs. Oh, my God. I've been hit. I've been hit. Cop's like, oh, what are you doing? Check on my partner. Now I'm going to provide chase. The guy's still not running, really. He's kind of barely jogging. The cop is running, but now he's turning back like, oh, man, I should probably go chase this guy. Even though it's the NYPD, we very easily know we could get support for, you know, absolutely running up on you. Now, here's something else I'm going to show you, TC, if I can pause it on time. Uh Uh-huh. We we check in on the the man down. Yeah, yeah. He's not down on his knees, just in horrible pain. Got him real good across the ear, I guess. Now he looks less like Martin Sheen. And I got a better look at him. I don't think he's one of the Sheens at all. All right, well, I can't freeze it in time. But somewhere in here, you can see... Yeah, a little slow-mo on you. That the man filming... (laughs) Okay. It sure appears to be the man filming. Uh Uh-huh. As he accidentally, when he's turning to film... Looks like a cop. Oh, just wanted to get a classic, uh, you know, all, all what these guys are doing to us. Yeah. I yeah, dude, this have a lot of suspicions about this video uh-huh. from the way that seriously. And I don't even know that anybody would be mad. Here's what I think about this. Like whenever if people are like, oh, you know, they can't just go beat the guy up. You know, you know, they got a camera right there. Dude, a couple weeks ago, there was a magnificent ambulance joyride through Dallas. All parts of Dallas, north, east, everywhere. Did you catch this? 
It was great. Heard about it. I, I did not get to experience it. Phenomenal. I'm sad that An all-time great. The guy was just chilling mm -hmm. for like half of it. One hand on the wheel, like reclined in an, in an ambulance. I know the feeling well. Twisted Metal? GTA 5. Okay. Uh... That guy gave the cops such a hard when time. You, whenever you die, you come out of the hospital and there's some fucking ambulances right there. <laughs> you still got a little get, bit of that adrenaline pumping in your system. Dude, when they caught that guy, that was still being broadcast on all the local news websites. Uh-huh. They, they fucking the destroyed this guy. And, and nobody's mad about it. I mean, they shouldn't. I, I don't think it's a... But I'm, I'm, saying, I'm mad about it. But I'm saying there's no, like, outrage about that. Mm -hmm. Nobody's like, oh, what could... But this is the, uh, you know... The tweet says, welcome to NYC. Even as our detectives investigate crimes, they're attacked by emboldened criminals who have quickly realized there are no consequences for lawbreakers in the city. Yeah, the emboldened is probably the thing I'm most interested there. And I mean, you know, then they spell it out by have quickly realized there are no consequences. Like, what are they talking about? Like, the, because of the Chauvin verdict, like now... Yeah, and the defund the police movement. That, but see, that's that not like a actually... quickly, you know? That that was like, what, so last June, people were like, maybe you guys should stop kicking our ass? And they were like, look at this. A mere six months later, people hit guys with sticks. But again, this could be just the strangest occurrence ever, and it actually is exactly what it looks like. But okay, at this point, when the dude... It's not that hard of a whack, by the way. Kind of gives him a little tappy tap on the head with the stick. Not saying it wouldn't hurt a little bit. Probably did. Uh, I'll tell you this. If it was, if we were looking at this video last summer and it was a cop doing the whack instead, it would not have, I mean, it wouldn't have been tweeted because it wouldn't have made the top fucking million of no, you, I, most aggressive cripes. acts. That's a, that, that, might, I'm <laughs> probably, that really smarts, I'm probably going to feel that for a couple hours. And there's another cop there. Yeah. Now, there are is maybe 15 feet in between him and the perpetrator who is not retreating all that heavily. I would say 99 times out of 100, this dude, perpetrator, does not make it to this sidewalk at that speed yeah. with this cop right here. He will pile drive you into, I don't know, the waiting cop car yeah. right, right there. Yeah. It feels... Prime opportunity, just... Sandwich him up against that, yeah. open the door, toss him in. Oh, who knows? I don't want him to get, I don't want to get, I don't want to have to take an Advil later if he is emboldened enough to also lightly strike me in the head with the walking stick as I provide pursuit. I didn't want to go near him. He had a walking stick. I just thought, you know, maybe it is exactly what it looks like, but it seems real suspicious. And this, of course, has to be added into the milkshake incident. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the... I mean, Milkshake was the NYPD, so, you know, same department and everything. And that's always a tough thing. Like, you know, as we're trying to, like, evaluate the behaviors of police departments across the country last summer, uh, it is tough because, you know, um, it's not like the Grapevine police did all of those things. Right. I got to sneeze here. Uh, or maybe I don't. I'll try and fight through it. But, uh, you know, I mean, our local police, Dallas, I do not feel comported themselves especially well. They did a good amount of... Firing tear gas on people who aren't doing anything but chanting. Yeah, the bridge scene was definitely one that I would bet everybody had, wishes they had a do-over on. I just wish they acted like they wish they had a do-over. That's you a know? fair point, too. <laughs> They're kind of like, we kind of killed it. Yeah. So uh, I guess I start your questions the there. See nothing but good things. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I need to get that in the open tomorrow. Please do. Now, I don't know how this is going to land because I didn't uh, – it's just – it's a long thing. If they had had the substance of this fight over 30 seconds, then uh, this would be explosive and uh, it would be easy to play. But it's – it is a simmering boil. We're, we're jumping into minute 26 of a, uh, a you know, 45-minute podcast and it's just been been building up that whole time. But what's basically going on here is we got Brian Windhorst. With the Hoop Collective, yeah, a Marvel style podcast ESPN's doing, I guess it's it's, it's Tim work. McMahon and Tim Bontom, all the Tims, not all the time though. It's not them all the time. That's the okay. Thing, is that so? Okay. Sometimes they'll have Jackie. Sometimes uh-huh. they'll have Kevin Pelton. But it's always Windhorse. It's always Windhorse. It's yeah. his show, and there's about four or five people who they rotate through. Um, depending on what they're talking about for the most part. Like, yeah. Tim is... The big topic being lunch is what I understand. <laughs> All right, he does He does have an... Like, who doesn't love lunch, though? You know? I mean, that's I what... That, I like that's why. lunch. It's just a boring topic of conversation. If every single time I saw somebody, before I even asked, they told me what they had for lunch, I would appreciate that. When I get home, as my wife, don't been, like that at all. As my wife has been working from home for like the past fourteen months, uh huh, and I get to Dan's early enough that it's not a great time to pick up lunch, like at ten forty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could, but then maybe it's cold by the time you want to eat it at eleven forty-five or noon. Uh, and I have a as great as Dan's house is. I have a very small, you know, like two foot by two foot little. I have to T Rex arm to eat. Mm-hmm. One of the first things I ask her when I get home every day, I'm like, what did you have for lunch? And I'm just sort of living vicariously through her lunch freedom. I love to know what people had for lunch because I'm thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch tomorrow right now. I do enjoy uh, in, in my, my new life and uh, you know daily routine and everything, I, I wrote down all of the places that I like to eat lunch around the house. And just at some point every day, I take it out and look at it. Do you ever consider how comments like that are going to land with me after the despair that I just laid out for you? You just don't, do you? supposed to apologize for having a good life? You didn't apologize for jumping me in the vaccine after I tried to hook you up, so I don't expect it now. (laughs) Whatever, dude. (laughs) That was the most unsubstantiated (laughs) objection you've ever had. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're, uh, Tim Bontomp has, uh, done a straw poll of the MVP. I guess he does this periodically. Yeah. And he does, he's been doing it for a while. And at the previous, uh, taking of the temperature, uh, it had been a three-way race between LeBron, Embiid, and Nikola Jokic. And in the time since then... Uh, Jokic had opened up a a big gap between him and uh, the rest of the the competitors, mostly due to injury. Mostly due to injury, and that's that's kind of the big thing here is that uh, I don't know exactly what it's a weird. The entire argument is odd. And by the way, I do want to make sure I give uh, proper credit. I came upon this uh just because uh michael certain listens to this podcast yeah I, I listen quite a bit on a regular basis and was like you know hey you listen to this and you don't fucking tunana simmons and Rosillo. oh yeah absolutely dude these at least these Way three people quality no it's not dude absolutely these, these three 
Bill's, yeah, I'm gonna, let's not get mired in my... During my uh, my last trip, my like I don't mean vacation, um, I did get to thinking about Simmons and Rosillo for a while. What? <laughs> like I was just like, like I, it's just one of those things where like your mind is moving fast and like things are popping in and out and like who the fuck knows how any of them get there. Uh, but then, like things slow down, and you're like, "All right, well, while this is here, let's look at it for a while. Let's, let's investigate this yeah, Bill let's and Ryan turn it over. You know, look at it from every angle." <laughs> and I realized that I kind of care about like the basketball they're talking about a little bit. You've already told me this. Okay, all right. That you just like that Ryan can't stand Bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, to be fair to my octopus teacher, this was a couple months ago. Maybe more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I can see. That I did it on the podcast? I think so. Oh, all right. I can see that there is something to that. The the dynamic of Ryan being like, I can make a lot of money by listening to you. And just watching him like try to pat around there. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that he straight up doesn't like him. It's just that there's certain things that annoy him. It's, it's basically that Ryan, Ryan thinks – he's never like said anything like this and i think that if you like put something like this to him he would object but based on the way he talks at times it's clear to me that he thinks that if he had been given all of bill's opportunities that like the fucking ryan rasilla empire would be able to be seen from space yeah like just that that like uh he knows bill has has achieved so much more than him but he's not at all willing to countenance the idea that Bill is like intrinsically more talented or like knows any of this stuff better than him. So like watching him, but he does have a keen set. Like, I don't know. I don't even want to put you on this because like uh, you're also a pragmatic guy who like at base is just like a pretty nice person that wouldn't say rude things to people he didn't know well. Um, so like, but you know, like uh, you could imagine, like if you uh, had enough drinks in you and you ran to Bill Simmons, that you'd be like, "You fucking dummy! You thought Joel Embiid was seven three? You're a you're a fraud." Uh, yeah, and who knows? He, Ryan's just too like attuned into you know what he's trying to do, carve out this independent of ESPN empire where he still does have like enough going on that he can like live in Manhattan Beach. And, and he's not in Montana, so he's not. <laughs> off his yeah off his rocker um but yeah so hey, get out of here it's it's Go the away. personal dynamics that does that for me more uh but uh but yeah anyways so Tuber they got this straw poll going um the, the weird thing for me is that uh like i think the windhorse is making a nonsensical argument or nonsensical is a little too strong i certainly don't agree with windhorse's point uh, but it's it's the kind of thing where you're looking at it and like uh, you're like Jesus Christ, uh, you guys don't gotta say it that way. Yeah, <laughs> like Bontop is going at him so hard. But yeah, Windhorse's point is that uh, Embiid is a worthy MVP candidate despite the injuries because he is playing right now and he does change the game for his team. Let me also add this final point. Anytime you hear something like this happen in the entertainment world, in the content game. Tip of the iceberg. Yeah. It ain't just about this. There's been, there's been 10 other times where Bon Temps wanted to say something, be it in a production situation or on the podcast, and he's felt like, I bit my tongue even though I am sitting here running data models all day and grinding, 
and you are doing whatever it is that you do. Not exactly Rosillo and Bill Simmons, but which is a I've uh, listened to this enough to know that sometimes Bontemps just lays out. I've started to think about how you know, like obviously we are uh, uh, analytics guys. Oh we're, yeah, we're in favor. For sure. Yeah, um, it's Take been that a, for data. a long time stance, and I've started to think about how that is like. Whenever you're trying to understand the world, respecting the data is, is very important. And, like, that's a good approach. But, like, whenever you're trying to engage in conversation with someone, it's a it's a pretty shitty thing to do to be like, yeah, well, I've seen some studies, so it's kind of the end of that. Depends but, on the topic. Yeah, no, it, it is. But, like, I, I would just say to, to Tim Bontomp, you know, like, the fact that you ran this information, like... So that's the podcast. We're just going to show up and be like, close it up. <laughs> yeah, what's the point? <laughs> you know, like uh, surely we can find something that we can talk about, right? Yeah, like I don't know. Anyways, let's uh, let's listen to them as they uh, discuss whether or not Joel Embiid should be receiving more than the five straw votes that he got for first in uh, in the most recent round. Jokic deserves to win, but then you're acting like I'm an idiot. And other people who voted for Jokic are idiots and are not looking at the data no. votes. And Embiid has 20. No one's going to care. Like, I, this is the thing about your argument. You keep saying Jokic deserves to win, but then you're acting like I'm an idiot. And other people who voted for Jokic are idiots. Yeah, that's, and are not that's looking at the data. That's, that's because not what I said. With I said dis, dis, disregarding Embiid for this particular year because of injury. It's I think disregarding him for him to finish second. Hey, I was gonna say this is like honestly, yeah. You you've gone full blown crazy, Wendy. This is, an this is like argument. this is like when James Harden and his people whine about how disrespected he is when he finishes top three in MVP voting every year. It's like. How are you it's so disrespected? You're getting votes every it's, year. It's, it's, I'm, I am disappointed at my media brethren for being so obtuse and shallow. Oh, in the Ryan, straw poll that you did. How you that when he finished second? First of all, I don't even know what obtuse target. means. So <laughs> exactly. I'm I got to look it up. Legend. Two thirds of the games. People are allowed to use that as a part. I do. Like I, I, <laughs> I love, I, I'm glad that you. I love Tim McMahon so much, dude. He's <laughs> there's, a he's a really funny dude. <laughs> there's there's certainly more here, um, but I I don't know. Like uh, I I forgot about this, but there was something within the first minute where like McMahon already seemed like uh, like I I. I I've been in locker rooms with him a couple of times. I kind of doubt that he would like remember who I am or anything. Uh, but like, uh, so I, I, I have seen him operate personally and I understand that like this is his personality and I accept it, but it is kind of like, there's points with the way he talks. I'm like, why do you even go on this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not always like this, but again, this has been building, but Tim is definitely, I would say confrontational, but I mean, everybody's heard the Rick. I like talking to people who I respect. I, yeah. And I think, you know. This one falling out doesn't mean they don't respect each other. But I would say his tone, like just the. I'm thinking of the thing in the first minute, where like it's kind of. I it just kind of had the feel of like, huh? You're on Brian's dumb podcast. But again. at this point, though, he's basically Gordo. If George and Craig were in an argument about yeah, something, yeah, yeah. No, his role in this, yeah, no, <laughs> it's is, it's mainly Bon Tom and, and Windhorst going he is at tripping each other. people from the sideline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their vote. You acting like this is insane is stupid. 
Of course you can use it as part of your vote. I'm saying that it's a mistake to view this as the reason. In the that, straw that poll make that you did in February, which I now have in front of me. Yeah, I looked it up. LeBron had 53 votes, Embiid had 28, and Jokic had 16, right? There was 23 and 18. LeBron One had 53, Embiid had 23, Jokic is 18. That is not a cl- – I know that in the totals it was close. LeBron, that is LeBron winning by a large margin, okay? So LeBron was way ahead. So it was not a three-way race. Okay. okay. I mean, you can make up the damn rules to the poll if you want. You want to do the poll in the future? Or no, do I don't. I'm glad that you do. I'm glad that you do. Okay. Well, then maybe you should actually listen to people because you are being a jackass. <laughs> I am Frank. listening to it. I am listening. I'm listening <laughs> to my fellow media. Bro- no, yes, not. I am listening. You're so right, dude. It is that, like, you know, uh, I, I'm thinking of the uh, I think you should leave sketch. I'm, I'm imagining that, uh, like, Cecily Strong, how she talks to her husband. Yeah. In the, the how could, like, it's a, the sketch where it's a music, uh, a magician, and he's like uh, using a member of the audience as a foil, and then the uh, that guy gets home, and his wife's like, "How come you didn't speak up to that musician? You let him pull out your little baby dick and <laughs> jack you off in you front make of ten all those times people. more than he does." <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's gold. <laughs> couldn't tell it from the suit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I just imagine like that Tim has just been enduring years of getting home and his wife's like, so you let fucking Brian to pross you around again, didn't you? He's <laughs> like, not fucking this time. You do the poll, you jackass. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, guys. It's Joel and Peter Nikola Jokic getting the fucking MVP. Who cares? It's not the burger debate. It's, it's, not, <laughs> it's, it's not like one of you is going to get the trophy. Like, it's some other person winning an award. Who gives a fuck? You, the, Brian? My fellow media people. brethren has oh, made it very, very clear. That if you miss ten games because somebody falls into your knee, you can't be MVP. You th- they've made you're talking about not, not when it's a neck and neck race. You can't. Nope. Nope. Not when it's neck and neck. Obtuse is remarkable because this is this is honestly the most obtuse argument you could make. Honestly, you're you're, I mean, you're I mean, I distilling this entire honest. thing down to Joel had one unfortunate thing happen, so therefore he got screwed, and this is an embarrassment. I, I I'm frankly. Very angry. They are acting like this is an embarrassment. <laughs> you are being annoyingly insensitive. None of this makes any sense to me. Right, well, I mean, I'm tired honestly, of having a circular I'm, argument here. Well, I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry at my media brethren. That's oh, what brethren. I'm angry at. I'm not well, angry at anything else. I'm. I if Jokic wins the MVP, he absolutely deserves it. That is not my. That is not my position. My position is. Embiid has been ruled ineligible. You're not going to get away with. <laughs> I don't know how much. So I, I don't know if we can go through the whole thing, but uh, I we can play more. Okay. But I, I I think that uh, I think he's just saying that the the margin doesn't make sense to him, like that that he well he the views, games missed is part of the margin. He views Jokic. No, I I agree with everyone who's disagreeing with Windhorse. But you you were uh, you know expressing disbelief at it, or you know didn't. Seem to be understanding what he was getting. I think he's just saying that, you know, he sees two guys who are equally killing it, and it's frustrating to him that uh, the entire blob has decided that because one guy had someone else fall into their knee, that he's no longer in the running. Yeah, well, when they're close, that matters. Yeah, no, I, I, and look, I'm not I mad about entirely. anything. It's just my media brethren. <laughs> You're not going to because this entire time. You are. You keep saying 
oh, well, it's not, an, it's not a big deal if Jokic wins. He deserves to win. But everybody's a, a goddamn moron for not <sighs> oh, voting Joel oh, first so because he got wait So wait a minute. Are you saying that, they are, that they're part. voting Jokic 95 to 5 or was it 90 to 90 5? 90 to 5. 90 to 5? Because Jokic is that much better than Embiid, you think Dude, the injury? No, you see that I hate that argument. First of all, look, it's not like you, you're not putting weight on your vote. You're not saying, "Well, I vote him ninety. Uh, I give him ninety percent of the vote, and him five percent." No, dude. If ninety agree people agree, saying, it's not like they're all yeah. saying this is just a, a, an absolute no-brainer blowout. Even though I think it is. If but everyone it, thinks that they're he got ninety votes because for ninety MVP, people th- yeah and like everyone's like well he's first by a little yeah. bit but I'm gonna put the other guy second you know like what is this uh, what country does that uh, what the first pass or non first pass the post the rank choice yeah voting yeah is it I don't know somebody does country. it I mean yeah there's places yeah not enough of them not the NBA not the NBA. but yeah I mean but even in a rank choice voting situation like you know if you're putting like. Saying I've got this guy at one and this guy at two does not say anything about the gap between one and two. So you could have a hundred people who all agree that Jokic is the first place and just slightly Embiid is the second place. This is basic, and it would yeah, I don't understand. Scan why. as a hundred people voted for Jokic, but it doesn't mean that like they see a large difference. Right. Anyways, I'm gonna skip ahead some. First place vote for MVP. Nicole Jokic got a triple double last night and a blowout win over the Heat. First game without Jamal Murray. Jokic just keeps on rolling. Jokic is a great player and a worthy MVP. I'll say it for the fifth time. I'm tired of having Okay, good. A worthy MVP. So the next draw poll, he'll have 91 first place votes because he just got yours. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Really disappointing news. Yeah. (laughs) Man, <laughs> nobody comes off better in this than Tim Effing McMahon. <laughs> and really, given like other yeah. parts of it, it, it is like how how do the other two make it so that McMahon seems like voice of reason? <laughs> like with all due respect, like I don't know, he's kind of grumpy, and like the fact that the other two are like just going at each other's throats so hard that it's like here's voice of reason, Tim McMahon. It's uh, it's an achievement, man. That's gold. All right, well, uh, I got kid duty tonight, so I'm gonna eat. Uh, I'm gonna eat everybody's burgers for the year. For, <laughs> eat up the whole for, lot for dinner. Yep, that's right. Try and stop me. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night. <laughs>